Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. Our mind is the most precious piece of real estate that we own. Make sure you're charging extremely high rent to whoever or whatever wants to live there. Today, I'm just going to give us a straight up mindset coaching, sports psychology, whatever you want to call it type of an episode. What are we doing to protect the most precious piece of real estate that we have? We've got certain thoughts. We've got certain ideas. We've got certain principles In our mind, we've got certain individuals that we heed advice from and listen to in our minds. Our mind is occupied with a bunch of information, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of things. And every once in a while, that's why I'm giving us this episode today. We should stop and ask ourselves, am I charging high enough rent for these particular things that reside within my mind? Am I checking up on the residence in my mind, the things that are up there? And am I asking good questions about them to make sure that I actually Want them in there. The problem is, or the issue becomes, that we don't necessarily do this with other things in our lives. And so, therefore, we don't typically do this with our minds and the things that we think. Because what makes this even more complex is the fact that we can't see thoughts. We can't hold them in our hands. We know that they exist, but a lot of times they're even hard to explain. So when we look at the fact that in many other aspects of our lives, we don't do this particular thing of asking good questions with things that we can see, with things that we can feel, with things that we can touch then it becomes much more difficult or we must be much more aware to do them with things that we can't see, such as our thoughts. An example that will make perfect sense is our diet and our eating habits. So eating, food. Food is physical. We can grab food. We can hold it in our hands. We can see it. But how many of us actually think about, on a conscious level, this thing is about to go into my body. This thing is healthy and it will do these things for me. Okay, check. I am going to eat this thing then. Or conversely, this thing is unhealthy. This thing is not good for me and it is going to make me feel a certain way. I am not going to eat that particular thing. For many of us, we 
don't do that enough. We're busy. We maybe just don't even, we don't even care. We're not even motivated maybe by having a good diet. So we don't really question the things that we put in our bodies. Sleep. We know that sleep is good for us and we know that we should get a certain amount of sleep. But when it comes to actually going to bed at a certain time and waking at a certain time, very often we don't ask good questions like, How could I, instead of going to bed at 10 o'clock because I have to get up at five, how could I begin to go to bed at nine o'clock so that when I get up at five, I get my full eight hours? Many times we just think this is going to happen without making any real lasting changes or asking any good questions. So the matter gets much more so complicated when we talk about our minds because if we sift through our beliefs about ourselves, about the world around us, about other people, about our friends, what have you, about our abilities, we're going to find that we have allowed certain things to reside within our minds that really shouldn't be there if we really want to be who we think we want to become. They don't make sense to be there, but we don't really necessarily question it because a lot of times it's been given to us and we allow these things entry without really investigating much further. We don't stop these particular, again, this is hard to see, but visualize with me here. We don't take the time to stop these thoughts or these People, if we're thinking about an individual or these principles, we don't stop them at the door and ask a few more questions before we actually say, you can go ahead and come in. This is a very important place that I am allowing you and I'm granting you access to. Which means it all comes back to how can we get more serious about what we allow to reside in our minds. And it comes back to our self-image. It comes back to what we think and believe about ourselves. You see, our mind, regardless of who we are, our mind is our most precious piece of real estate. But some of us believe that that piece of real estate, our minds, is a one-bedroom shack, a rundown one-bedroom apartment with no running water. We have a very low self-image. So therefore, pretty much anything can come and knock on our door of our one-bedroom apartment run down and say, hey, can I kick it in here for a little while? And we're going to say, sure, come on in. Because our self-image is so low that pretty much anything that would come knocking is clean enough, acceptable enough to live there. On the other hand, those folks that have a healthy self-image 
They have a healthy belief in themselves. They look at this piece of real estate, their minds, as a mansion that is spotless, that is orderly, that has been designed for a certain type of individual, for a certain quality of individual. And this means that they can be much more so selective and they will be much more selective in saying to something that comes and knocks on the door of our minds, you are not allowed entry here. You are not good enough to reside in my mind. And the reason why is because you don't match up with you're not going to take good care of this piece of real estate that is so precious to me. We're not on the same page in terms of what you're looking to get out of staying here and what I am looking to achieve. And the folks with the healthy self-image can do this. Now on the surface, this individual may seem more organized. This individual may seem more motivated. This individual maybe has been able to achieve certain things that maybe we couldn't see ourselves achieving. But that ultimately comes down to the fact that that individual is not more special than we are. That individual isn't more genetically gifted than we are. That individual just has a self-image that is more robust, that is bigger, that is healthier than ours. And thus, because of that, they allow better tenants in their mind. So they're thinking clearer, more positive, better thoughts. They're giving themselves more of a chance to be successful by doing this the path that they are creating for themselves is more open and full of more possibilities. To continue, when they fail, when they come up short of their goals, when they don't achieve the things that they are looking to achieve. Likewise, the person with the healthy self-image still understands that their mind is precious and they're not going to allow tenants to live there that don't stack up. So although that failure was a blip, it doesn't define them and it won't be long before they come across some sort of success. Con- you know, On the other hand, the individual with the low self-image as soon as they encounter failure, then they've got, again, things residing within their mind, lower level things that are going to echo a sentiment of, there it is, that's what it was, that's what it was supposed to be. So again, just being critical, folks, thinking about our minds, What are we thinking on a daily basis? What are we thinking on a moment-by-moment basis? 
Are we allowing good things to reside within our mind? Are we being selective of these things? When they knock on the door, we've got to ask some good, hard questions before we let them in. Because once they're in, they're hard to evict. I've said that before. They're hard to get out. It's going to take quite a bit of work. So rather than having to do that, let's have a good security system that does not allow them entry in the first place. Okay, folks, that's what I've got for you today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate y'all, and we will do this again soon. Until next time.